Welcome to this week's End of the Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had the greatest time in uh, South Boston there in Taunton, Mass. the last week with Highway Church. Great being with those folks. What a wonderful family. And if you're anywhere near the uh, Mount Pleasant, Iowa area, we'll be at Faith Christian World Outreach Church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night of this next week. We'll have a great time. It's an end times conference. We're going to get into how close we are to the coming of the Lord. So, so exciting uh, to be living just before the King comes back. Wow. So the EDU... We come to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the, the signs that happened kind of just before the rapture, because the second coming is tons of signs, but the rapture is signless. So what's the purpose of getting into this? Paul talked about the rapture of the church so that we'd be happy, hopeful, and comforted. So there's something about joy, about all of a sudden we're about to see Jesus. It's not an escape theology. It's when you see the finish line, you run faster. So what an amazing uh, st- uh, burst of strength we get because your energy and your strength is tied to your joy. So it can't get any much cooler uh, than all of a sudden we're about to see the king. So, so many things are happening every week. So we're going to pick up to what's happened around Israel that points to his return that are so blatant. So of course, Israel this week did another airstrike in western Syria this time over by Tartus and by Homs. It was interesting. There was a couple of Syrian soldiers that got killed. Now, this is, they're hitting Iranian depots of missiles that keep getting hauled down from Iran down into Syria, literally to be parked right off the border of Israel. This is the second airstrike in one week. This is the fourth in two weeks. So Israel's really had to kind of expand. Uh, they're they're uh, basically preemptively striking Iran because Iran's so crazy. They continue to try to do this along with blatantly talk about enriching uranium. So in the midst of this, Iran started a massive war game uh, with uh, sh- basically ground shore launching and missile ballistic missile testing. They were testing ballistic missiles uh, in the Strait of Hormuz off of submarines firing at spots. The Jerusalem Post and Heret, several other uh, places said that they hit all of their targets. So Iran's trying to flex its muscles there. Along with that, they were using basically not mine-sweeping vessels, but mine-planting vessels all over the area there where the Strait of Hormuz was. So they're, they're doing defensive things, they're doing offensive things. It's intriguing to see the the brazenness of how it's going. Uh, there there seems to be no restraint right now with like China and Iran and even Turkey and different nations. Whereas a couple of years ago, a little bit of restraint. Man, right now it's just ballistic. What do we have to do to let the world know we're ready for world war? So man, it's set up for the Ezekiel thirty eight war. Pretty pretty amazing. Along with that, you had uh, Israel Mossad agents get five different agents that were in Africa trying to kill Israeli tourists in different countries. So they were trained in Lebanon. So you got Iran trying to hurt Israelis in Africa. You got them making preparations in the Strait of Hormuz in the Gulf, uh, the, the, the Gulf there for, for all kinds of war activity. And then they blatantly last week even talked about how far they have plutonium and uranium enriched. So, man, it's just like in your face. I mean, China even went to the point this week of making a mock uh, aircraft carrier, just like a United States aircraft carrier, so their destroyers could fire missiles at that for testing practices. So that's kind of uh, in your face when it comes to that. But I do like that America had a big missile test uh, in the the, uh, Gulf there right by Iran, a huge missile test as, as Iran was doing. In their war games, America does a massive missile test. What were they doing? They were test firing missiles at like small boats like Iran puts out there in the Gulf. So so you got you got it going back and forth, back and forth. But in the middle of that, you have the Sanhedrin. This is pretty amazing. I'm, I'm so excited about this. You have the Sanhedrin get the oil of anointing ready for the 
for the Messiah. They'll, they'll, they want to get it ready to anoint the high priest and then for the King of kings and Lord of lords. Remember, the oil of anointing was found out where the Dead Sea Scrolls are. It's one of the last things they needed uh, for the Messiah to come. So how exciting to have them in position, ready for the King to come back. So... Man, event after event, you've got uh, earthquakes off the Canary Islands, really with devastating their crops there. There's been earthquakes every single week that have been incredible. This is one with nature, though. Oh, this is just so wild. Okay, November 17th, actually 18th and 19th, you're going to have a lunar eclipse. It's a blood-red moon, the longest uh, uh, lunar eclipse of this century. It'll happen this month. People talk about it being kind of a warning not to split Jerusalem. Uh, so, because there's so much pressure about the Palestinians having their their spot there in, in East Jerusalem, uh, so much anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism stuff's happened in the last few weeks. I don't even get all into all the stuff that's happening all over about that because it's so blatant and so, so extreme. So much weird stuff coming down the pipe about literally just like the days of Noah. Quite a few more things about the One World Church coming out of the United Arab Emirates. It's interesting to see the Pope pushing for that. So he called it Islam and Christianity coming together. You have that with the leaders of the EU pushing for things that you just thought you'd never see this close to the coming of the Lord. So, so exciting. All these nations getting in position militarily, nature getting in position, everything getting ready for the entrance of the King. How exciting we're about to see Jesus. Well, let's always go to the Scripture. We, we go through it every week, but uh, oftentimes I'll say some things at the end that I forgot during the beginning. So, you have Israel made a nation in 1948. You've got Jerusalem on back in 67. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. How amazing is that? But then you got about 65 signs. We go through like 10 of them, but you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You had three weeks ago the Dead Sea turning blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was. That's crazy, but it's even crazier. What day did that happen on? The Day of Atonement. So, I mean, it's just blatant right now. So with that, uh, you have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had the Russians rebuild the arch for, for Baal worship in Palmyra. That's right where the Tower of Babel was. The Talmud says that's the last thing you'll see before the Messiah comes. So you, you've got so much going on with Russia, so much going on with the world economy, so much going on with the pressure of everything with COVID. Uh, things are so leading to the return of the Lord. So uh, the fertility of the land of Israel, you get into all of it. you got 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land uh, for the cleanup crew after the Ezekiel 38 war, then after the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, you got stuff happening, which is a setup for the Battle of Armageddon right now. You've had ISIS uh, literally uh, uh, barricading and damming up the Euphrates River. And the Bible says the kings of the east are going to come across at the second coming. And you got the kings of the east doing stuff right now to where even our main generals are freaked out, like, look at what they're doing uh, to get ready, get ready for a global war. So then after that, you, you, you got men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. You have all these things that point to his return. There's one thing after another. Hard to even go through all of them. The, uh, Bishop Malachi, 1129 AD, having a vis- vision of every pope's coat of arms all the way up to the coming of the Lord. This is on the History Channel. He, he got 114 out of 114 uh, popes correctly. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only a God can do that. Well, guess what pope we have right now? The last one he saw. So it's amazing. Uh, this is all being set up for the entrance of the king. So you have signs and you got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Pretty radical to have four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row? NASA called it a tetrad. 
Last time you had four in a row, 1967, when Jerusalem was won back, 1948, when Israel was made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing to have heavenly activity marking wonderful things with Israel and great changes with Israel. So after that, though, you got the Bethlehem star. I mean, that's radical. You got Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together, the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. We've got Jupiter, we've got Regulus. We got Venus, uh, Bethlehem star. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, so much more happening with different signs. So the September 23rd signs, and you you had uh, the Mercury doing fly by the sun. You had all these things going on uh, heavenly uh, because the Lord wants to get everyone's attention because He loves us so much. All of this is because He loves you. Think about how uh, excited He is to see you. You know, I often talk about it when I'm preaching on the road. I go, wouldn't it have been weird if Colleen was walking down the aisle and we're about to get married? And as she walked down the aisle, she goes, oh my God, I've got to marry that guy. That's a picture of the church. That's why Jesus said, when you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads, your redemption draws nigh, indicating you can be downtrodden when all this stuff's happening. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. This is it. Jesus is about to come back. We have a lot to do in a very short window of time. We're about to see the King. Wow. We're about to see Him high and lifted up. High and lifted up with His train filling the temple. Exalted as God. Coming to the earth as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Wow. How amazing. I like what Gabriel told Daniel when Daniel was kind of freaked out when he was seeing all that was going to happen just before the coming of the Lord. And Gabriel said, don't worry. The Ancient of Days will prevail. Wow. We're about to see Him. Have a blessed, uh, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.